But if you want a relationship that will last the test of time and make you feel whole and feed your heart and supply your soul with nourishment and empowerment and happiness, you undoubtedly need a relationship that travels on a two-way street most of the time. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. I appreciate you listening today. My goal is always to share you some bit of information to improve your wedding images or wedding experience with your photographer. If you haven't already subscribed or left a review, I would encourage you to please do that so that you can help other couples find me. If you are enjoying the podcast, I just want to quickly remind you that you might also love my book. It's filled with all sorts of useful information, and you can find that on Amazon. It is Prime eligible, so you can get it with your Prime uh, membership. So recently, I won another award for the book and the podcast. So in January, I won a local award with my ILEA international organization. ILEA stands for the International Live Events Association. And locally, I won an Antonian Award. That's my San Antonio local chapter hosts the Antonian Awards each year. And I won an Antonian Award for Best Industry Contribution. And then regionally... I submitted to the ILEA Texas Star Awards, and I went to that awards ceremony this past weekend in Dallas, and the book and the podcast also won a Texas Star Award for Best Industry Contribution. So with that, I will be submitting the book and the podcast for an international ILEA Esprit Award. And I need to do that, I think, by sometime in April. And then I don't know when the Esprit Award ceremony is. Um, I would venture to guess May or June. So everyone listening, please keep the book and the podcast on your prayer list or your good vibes list or your mojo Whatever, whatever you, whatever sort of spirituality you practice or religion, whatever it is you're into, keep us on the list of that so that hopefully we can win another award 
an international award and we can just bring more awareness to what we are trying to do here, which is just bring more education to couples so that they can get better images from their wedding photographer, no matter who it is that they hire. And having been to Dallas, if you are a new listener or you have never heard me mention, my oldest daughter lives there. So while I was there, I got to stay with her and visit my peanut. And if you don't know who my peanut is, that is my only grandson at this time. His name is Archie. So I got to spend two nights with my little peanut. And right now, his favorite word is no. He is almost 22 months old. He'll be, he'll turn two in June. Um, so right now his favorite word is no. And literally that's his answer to every question. You can ask him, Archie, are you happy? No. Archie, are you sad? No. Archie, are you angry? No. Archie, are you hungry? No. Archie, do you want to go outside? No. Archie, do you want to stay inside? No. Literally everything is no. So it's really hard to get a straight answer out of Archie and try to figure out what what he wants or what he needs or what's going on in his mind because everything is no. And also, since I reference both Jamie Foxx and Will Smith in this episode, I want to just say that I finished reading their two books, Act Like You Got Some Sense and Other Things My Daughters Taught Me by Jamie Foxx and Will by Will Smith and Mark Manson are both incredibly good books. Both had me laughing and both books had me crying and both books had some incredibly good life lessons in them. I highly recommend both books. They both get five stars from me. Check them out, buy a copy, listen to them on Audible, however you consume your books in today's world. Read both of these books. You will not be disappointed. Act Like You Got Some Sense by Jamie Foxx and Will by Will Smith. Get them today. Start them today. Finish them as soon as you can. You will not be disappointed. So let's jump right into today's topic where I am going to try to give you some advice about whether or not you should entertain marriage trying to fix a one-sided relationship. And I kind of decided on this topic driving back from Dallas today. Um, so I'm hours late posting this episode up today, but I, I, I was only going to stay one night in Dallas, but at the last minute decided to stay two nights. So that's why today's episode is late. But I decided on this topic driving back from Dallas because of a conversation that I had with somebody about a recent wedding that they had attended. So today's topic is, should you entertain marriage as a fix to a one-sided relationship? So I'm not going to put anyone on blast here, but this conversation was about a couple who were getting married, and I don't think there was a general consensus that this couple should have been getting married. And this actually probably happens a lot more often than you would imagine. And I think that maybe 
Kanye and Jamie Foxx's song Gold Digger may have preemptively been written specifically with this man's fiance in mind. But again, I'm not going to put anyone on blast. It's not always about money, but these types of marriages happen way more than you would think. And sometimes these marriages last for a few years. Sometimes they last for a few months and sometimes they last forever because the couple just don't believe in divorce. They don't believe in ending a bad marriage for whatever reason. Sometimes there's kids involved or whatever. Um, but they're not always happy marriages. One of the very first weddings that I photographed did not even last for more than about three months, even though they had dated for almost six years and lived together for some of that. I think that some couples use marriage as the next thing to do when their relationship may have become stale or run its course the same way other couples may have may use having a baby rather than working on the issue that's plaguing their relationship or just ending the relationship altogether. So having said that, I am going to say that if someone has the balls to tell you something extremely unpleasant and Oprah calls this as having a difficult conversation with you. But if someone comes to you to tell you something you probably don't want to hear to your face, instead of talking about it behind your back, the least you can do is have the balls to calmly listen instead of going all Will Smith on them. No disrespect to Will. I actually think that he mostly did the right thing Because Chris actually insulted his wife by making a joke out of her medical condition, which should have been off limits, though Will probably should have waited a few hours to confront Chris about that. And also, I have got to give major props to Chris Rock because I don't know how he maintained that professional of a composure. Because there is absolutely no way I could have done that if someone had popped me in the face like that. I would have had to immediately retaliate and defend myself, even if I was in the wrong. If someone had, getting back on topic here, I'm sorry, I got off track a little bit. But if someone had the balls to have told Elvis or Prince or Kurt Cobain, that their dependency on prescription drugs was getting a little out of hand and asked them to get help rather than enabling their addiction, they might still be alive to write some kick-ass songs about it. But because of their celebrity or star power or whatever, no one could tell them or convince them, and now they're not around. But I digress. Let's get back to marriage relationships that are on one-way streets all the time, if you feel that you're the only one driving in the same direction over and over and that there is no one ever picking you up and giving you a ride in the opposite direction, then you are probably in one of these one-way 
relationships. And they are not healthy. They are not sustainable. They will not work. They are not equal. They cannot be forced. You cannot change somebody. You are a giver and your partner is a taker. And this will never make your heart whole or satisfied, even in marriage, even if there is a legal, committed, official relationship, even if there is a legal document saying that this relationship must work. You need a relationship that is a two-way street. Sometimes one of the lanes will be under construction. Sometimes you might have to take the bus, hitchhike, or even fix a flat tire. You might even have to ride around on three tires for a while. But if you want a relationship that will last the test of time and make you feel whole and feed your heart and supply your soul with nourishment and empowerment, and happiness, you undoubtedly need a relationship that travels on a two-way street most of the time. Sometimes it will be 50-50. Sometimes it will be 60-40. And hell, there may be even times that it's 90-10. But a relationship traveling on a one-way street all the time will never make it till death do us part in a satisfying way. If you have blinders on, how do you know if you're traveling on a one-way street? So if someone has the gumption to come forth and tell you, hey, I don't think this person is your person. Who is this information coming from? Is it coming from just one person or is it coming from three people or 13 people? One person's opinion might be an outlier or a fluke. However, three people's observation might be a more accurate observation, especially if these three people don't travel in the same immediate circles. So you can gauge this news or this observation by how long you've had the relationship with the bearer of bad news. And do you generally trust this person otherwise? Have they given you really, really bad advice in the past? Or on the flip side, have they given you really, really strong advice in the past? And do you have any other reason to doubt their sincerity? And if they are telling you the truth, or even if they're not, say there are seven people who came in and told you that they have concerns about the person that you are considering marrying. And then you go, you just cast their concerns aside, and you go through with the marriage anyway. How is this going to affect your wedding day images? Because I always have to tie the topic of these episodes back to the wedding day images, right? 
if a lot of the people at your wedding don't believe in your wedding, if they don't believe in your love story, they are not going to be their true, authentic selves in your images. And the translation of this means that your images are not going to be 100%. The smiles aren't going to be genuine. The hugs aren't going to be genuine. And the love in your images is not going to be genuine. So my last piece of advice is that you don't have to get married to try to fix something. If it's broke, a marriage license will not fix it. I promise. And that's it for today, guys. If you want to support the show or just buy me a new set of shoelaces or even a coffee, I would really appreciate it if you would hit that support the show link at the bottom of the show notes. That's all you have to do. Just hit that link and cash at me a dollar or even 50 cents or hey, $5. I don't care. If you love this episode, you can also share a screenshot on Instagram and tag either complete wedding ed or at a girl photo. That's A-T-A girl photo. And you can also tell all of your engaged friends about the podcast and the book. I would also appreciate those things as well. You can also visit my websites at completeweddinged.com or at a girlphoto.com. All the links to all those things are in my show notes. If you ever have a topic you want me to cover or a specific question you would like me to answer in an episode, all you have to do is send me an email to Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y, at atagirlphoto.com. Again, that is atagirlphoto.com. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have an incredible day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time, and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.